Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the island. My name is Ramise Heron, and today we have the soulful, the healing, the phenomenal Simon. Thank you. That was what an introduction for, um, it's just, I'm a little nervous, y'all. This is my first, my first podcast, but I'm so excited to be here. Yes, and we're so excited to have you, honestly. So, Simon, introduce yourself. I know I kind of gave you just an introduction, but tell the people who you are, what you do, and how we came together. Okay, so um, I think we're all a plethora of things, um, but if we're going to label, I am a being, a star, getting reuniting um uh in the physical i'm a student of life i am a hair makeup artist i'm a brother i'm a i'm a son i'm a um i'm all these things so um yeah i'm just a a student of life but you are also the founder oh. of a phenomenal nonprofit, our sister nonprofit, the Healing Project DFW. The Healing Project, yes. Oh my God. So, for those of you who don't know, the Healing Project is a nonprofit organization that. What, like, you sum it up because you're going to do way better than me. So, yeah, the Healing Project kind of started about um, just a group of us just striving to make a difference. I think um, we all were going through our, the team and I were all going through our own individual journeys. Like, it was our awareness and our awakening moment and somehow collided. And with that collision came the Healing Project. And something that we were yearning for that we we couldn't find in the community we kind of created else so the one thing i love about it it's yoga meditation and open dialogue yes so it's more than just yoga it's the meditation obviously but the open dialogue mm-hmm. i think that's what really sets you guys apart is because you allow people to come together and sit together as a congregation and as a community and see, oh, she's going through it too. He's going through it too. It hurts. We're all in this together. And I think it's easy to forget that when we're going through what we're going through. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, and I love that because today, obviously, is going to be about healing. We are going to take a journey of healing today with you guys. I feel like here on the island, we've all recently had rough waters and, you know, and hasn't been our pretty beach shores recently. Right. We're all going through something. So we're going to talk about healing, emotion. So here's your disclaimer right now. If you are not ready to unpack and touch on some things, sign off, girls. <laughs> Leave men, whatever you need. But if you are, grab your drink with us, and we are going to dive right in. 
before we do, can we take another cheers? Girl, cheers. cheers. The sweet me. Simon. You did a great job on those cocktails. Thanks. I be trying. <laughs> <laughs> so, when it comes down to healing, when you were creating the healing project, you realized everybody was going through it with you. But how did you get there? Because it's hard to kind of identify who's all going through something when we're all out putting on a brave face. And I know you and your team are super close, but like, how did you guys all kind of understand, oh crap, me, it's everybody. I think that what you said about the open dialogue part, that's when we really discovered um, that there was, it was just not us needing healing it was our community it's everyone that looked like us it's really everyone like literally even if they do look like they have it together you know there's things that they worked on and had to that they're they might be working on their shadows you know so it was i think in on the mat is when we really discovered that wow we need to continue this people are showing up over and over and over you know consecutively and so telling us there is a need you know and when the consumers and 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 they the not even just consumers but you know us as beings yearn for something um on such a deep level it's 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 it does something to you and so for us we had to um we had to do something about it so did you guys have one intimately with you guys yourself first or how did that come about or did you guys just say let's just open up to the public right off the bat i think it was a divine thing we kind of all kind of um it was it was um Di darlene and diane for mm -hmm. me shout out to um those girls um they are yeah they we we called ourselves trifecta the first season of satisfy my soul and um, individually, like I said, we were all going through our own things. And so I wouldn't say it was a trauma bond, but it was a bond. It was a bond because we had trauma coming from being cut from the same cloth, you know, being our parents from being immigrants and having to um, endure all the hardships that they had migrating to a whole foreign country, you know, and yeah. calling it your new home, you know. And so being first generations, um, we all felt the pressure, and I think as a minority, you can relate to not even, Absolutely. not even, you know, um, not even being first generation here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can relate for sure. Definitely. But, um, yeah, I think it's just that bond really showed us like, wow, how we were raised wasn't all wasn't really the right way. They did the best that they could with what they had with what they had. Um, but yeah, I feel like, you know, Asians are a little extra, you know, we, <laughs> but they mean well. And no, definitely. Um, African-Americans too, absolutely. they can be just a little extra cause they want the best for you, but the way they go about it, it's very harmful sometimes. Yeah. And I think what you said was perfect. It wasn't a trauma bond mm -hmm. because you have to recognize when you're creating those absolutely. versus when you're creating a very healthy healing Absolutely. space, the yeah. healing hub, yeah. <laughs> if healing you will. Hub. Yes. Um, I love that you said that because 
it's kind of hard sometimes to identify whether you're trauma bonding right. or we're both like want right. to get through this together. Right. And I find myself a lot of times honestly being like, am I trauma bonded to you yeah. or am I trying to heal with you? Right. And I think you have to see it in yourself first. Right. Like you have to understand, you've talked about this so many times, nothing has changed. You still feel, feel the exact same way about it. Yes. You're probably trauma bonded. Yes. But if you see the conversation is constantly growing, you're constantly going, you feel okay after you have these conversations, you're healing with this person. You're both going through similar um, things and you're on the path together versus I'm trauma bonded and I just want to dig this hole and continue to talk about the same thing absolutely. over and over. You better. Girl. Um, yes. Because Girl. I was just about to ask you, I was just about to ask you what separates the two, but you just gave it to us. You know, and um, um, I think that sometimes for me, I've lost, I've had to shed some friends along the way because um, there was just something in myself that I was continuing to move forward. And so... It was, I, I picture it as like me going up this mountain, right, to the mm -hmm. top. Um, and, you know, me and my friends are going, and then, and then sometimes they don't, we get stagnant, which is fine. Right. I'm, I'm coming down right. to help them out, and then vice versa, you know. Correct. But if you keep on weighing me down and I'm trying to head there up to the top, it's kind of, I'm going to have to love you where you're at. Right. You can only meet someone as far as they met themselves. Wow, yes. So that is so important. Like, yes, you can sometimes go down to help them. Yes. But if every time you go down to help them, you realize they ain't got their tools, mm -hmm. they've thrown away everything you gave them last yes. time, yes. and you're starting all over again, you're like, like okay, Miss Thing, Miss Girly Girl, yes. what are we yes. doing? Yes. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. All so right. I'm still trying to get up there, and yes. every time I have to come back here, here to get yes. you is delaying my process absolutely so i'm gonna love you where you are yes. but i gotta get there yes and whenever you're ready to meet me i'll yes. send somebody else back down there right because i can't come back down here again. yes or if when i'm there and i and then i'm able to have that capacity again to to know, come get you I, then i will yes you know? but you know effort is everything and i think that as long as i effort then there I will salvage try to salvage as much as I can you the sweet Simon you have such a sweet soul Aww. you have such a sweet voice like you're like I just want to love I, I really love do that. I really do I think um you know past experiences in childhood has really I've seen the bad side of things and and life and so that's kind of shaped me to really love you know we project what we what we want, right? And mm -hmm. the things that we we project what we need too. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I need love. So that's what I project. That like it like hurts <laughs> me, but like you know, at the same time, it makes you so happy because like I see that you recognize that, yeah. and that's so important. And I think like I'm one person who's always said like I have undeniable unconditional love for people like mm -hmm. to a fault sometimes like right. i'm still like there's some people in this world whew, that i still love and i know i shouldn't but at the same time like i'm just like i cannot stop loving you i know like and i feel like 
you give that and i don't mean many people who give that yeah like there are very few people in this world that i'm like you know how to unconditionally love and i know you do and i know like moms do to their children and things like that but to see humans actually unconditional love other humans that have no ties to them yeah. not family like anything like that there's nothing tying me to wow. you but i still love you wow. no matter what that is a hard decision to make wow. and i've noticed that we live in a society of very conditioned love mm-hmm. i will love you as long as you follow these terms and conditions mm-hmm. if you step out of this bound everything that i said when i was happy goes out the window right. and i'm gonna start attacking you right and now it's like, what happened? I slipped up. I right. made a mistake. Are you going to forget all like the good that I had? I still have good in my heart. Yes. I made a mistake. I'm human. Yes. And people are like, okay, what does that have to do with me? You right. stepped out of my terms and conditions. Right. But at the same go, whenever it's them, they want that grace. Grace. And it's crazy because... Um, we just kind of it's coming it's it's getting harder to identify you know we're kind of you know we put lipstick on things and we don't find the work we don't see the work that needs to be done mm-hmm. you know until we're already in it you know but i think that's the lesson for us as well too you know we're there's always op- room for opportunity to grow for ourselves even and for me it's patience you know uh, I'm a Libra, I'm an air <laughs> sign, so we, patience is a big thing, you know? But that's why I have my routines of yoga, and, and mm-hmm. that's why I'm in the Zen life, because on the other side of that, it's the opposite of that. So mm-hmm. I just contain her. Which is so weird that you say that, because when I see you, I see patience. Mm-hmm. So it's weird that and you say... you doing a good job <laughs> on dating it, yeah. Putting a band-aid on it. But... That just goes to show everybody, whenever you're seeing a person, you are not seeing who you think you're seeing. There are so many levels and layers, and that does not discredit the love and amazing person you are. And I still am going to see that patience, but just because you told me that, now I know there's another level. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when you stop kind of being patient and you step outside of that, it won't be out of the norm for me because I'm like, oh, I know he's working on that. Right. But you know where the pa- the lack of patience comes from is first is because I'm not even patient with myself. So how can I be patient with traffic, with, you know, you know. Others. Now it's just with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but, but mm-hmm. that's why whenever I am in the Dallas traffic, I'm like, okay, let me, um, you know, the um, 104.5. Yes. The stuck song that gets on your nerves. <laughs> you you traffic. Really yeah, yes. You <laughs> yeah. And so that got, you know, that you're in traffic literally and it's, and it's singing that to you. You're yes. like, yeah. So yeah. I, I do the opposite and I'll play my like high vibe, chill, you mm-hmm. know, snow, like, or whoever it is at the mm-hmm. moment and, and just ride out and just gratitude. But yeah, patience. And transparency moment. So when it comes down to me, I can be the most patient person until I feel like I'm affecting somebody else. So mm. let's just say, if I was in the car by myself and I hit traffic, I'm probably going to be chilling. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the car with me, I'm going to become very impatient. Anxiety. I don't know what you're thinking. 
I don't know if you're like, oh my God, why can't he just get up there? Why can't he just swerve? Why can't he just do this? Yeah. I don't know what you're thinking. Wow. And I'm trying to accommodate oh my the environment, right? Too. Yeah, before, but now my friends, everyone says that rides with me say I'm a crazy teenage <laughs> driver. You know, I'm, I'm from Oklahoma. I grew up in Oklahoma. So when I first came to um, the DFW, it was like, I'm letting pe- everybody through. I'm like, go ahead. Because like, that's what Oklahomans do. <laughs> And then and not here. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Texas driver now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nope, no blinker, <laughs> Get out my way. no nothing. A blinker means go ahead. No, and no, I never put my blinker on whenever I'm on the highway. Yep, it's just go. It's um, yeah. I'm coming in. Make yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's space for me right here, <laughs> right there. But it's so crazy because same. I'll find myself driving, but only when I'm by myself. Okay. If I'm with others, like I said, it's like this conscience of like, how are they going? How are they going? How are right. they going? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it stems from, I mean, I know it comes from a little bit my cousin because she does not get in the car with people. She freaks out. She doesn't like it. And she will verbalize how she feels. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind that, like, you know, communication is key, but sometimes I'm like, girl, you're What is it, passenger driver? Girl, backseat driver, you're the passenger driver, driver. yes, Yes. like, can you hide? And if you were gonna be like this, drive yourself. And we've come to that mutual understanding now, like, whenever we drive and we want to go somewhere, either she's gonna drive or we're gonna drive separately. Y'all get in my car. actually speaking some real, real stuff because (laughs) it's like, now I'm picturing myself in the passenger. I'm like, you know what? Before my, like, whoever's driving, family, friend, I'm I'm like, I wouldn't make that left this way and I would have, can you just go, you know? Like, why are we still waiting behind, you know? So, that's so funny. That's so funny. And then my anxiety can feel that. Literally, Uh I'm like sitting there and I'm like, now what do I do? Yeah. Now do I like put their life in danger and yeah. swerve? Yeah. <laughs> or do I just wait for the next one? Yeah. So I just, I hate it. And that's why I don't like people in the car with me. There's yes. very few people in the car that I feel like no matter what, we're yeah. going to be good. Number one, Jake, one of my best friends and the freaking leader of my life yeah. <laughs> literally helps yeah. me do everything shout out to jake yes he's, he's um the man yes our executive producer and coo of more yes. than mental we yes. love him he's but vibe. anytime he's in the car with me i'm chilling because okay. jake is the most chill person okay he's not thinking a single thing he doesn't care what turn i take he's gonna get there when i get there so he's just like i'm chilling yeah but everybody else i panic yeah. I feel like they're panicking. And yeah. sometimes I can be a really bad driver. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. I'd be start swerving and speeding. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And I yeah. can see certain people's faces <laughs> and they become a little freaked out. And I'm like, Miss Girl, calm down. Yeah. I'm not going to kill you because I, I don't want to kill me. I'm her. <laughs> the pa- see? With the passenger. Well, I can do that. You know? Because I'm in control, right? But. Exactly. Like, whenever you're driving, I'm just going to let you do you. Yeah. But... I notice people get in my car and tend to freak out, which is why I don't like people riding with me. Yeah, me either. So um, I love that your little transparency moment. Um, I was listening to the podcast with Raw, um, and Raw is just amazing. Shout out to Raw. Shout out. Shout out. And 
I know everybody loved her. We all did. And I have a very special surprise for you guys. So stay tuned. Oh, I think I know. I know. I know. I think I know. <laughs> you um, already do. And so, um, but no, listening to that, um, Raw, you were right. She was hitting, like, everything that comes out of that being's mouth is gold, is gems. It's like, oh my, wow. You know, she's just amazing. Yeah. And um, yeah, she was hitting back to back. And you have to be ready to receive when you're with Raw. Oh, yeah. So that whole day when I knew she was coming, I was like, yeah. thank you. Place it on. Put yeah. it in the mindset what you yeah. gotta say. Yeah. Because if you're yeah. not, it will feel like she is attacking you. And she never is. That's what I love about her. No. But for those who aren't ready, mm-hmm. it does feel like she's that's attacking your own. Those, are those fragments own that she talked about. Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yes. The fragments and and thank God I didn't even work because if I had a conversation with Rob five years ago. Oh, like, get away from me. Please don't talk to me. Don't say nothing yeah. else to me. Block. Block. <laughs> deleted. Like, you are not a friend of mine. No, like, yeah. you don't agree with me wholly? Yes. That's rude. Yeah. But I love having her now because it's a self-check thing. Yes. Like, she's like. It is a self-check. Yeah. Check you want to be self-checked? Check Contact Wakalan because yes, she's going to self-check you sure. very quickly. Yes. And I think that's what I truly admire about her is the fact that no matter what she doesn't care not that Mm -hmm. she doesn't care if she offends you because she's going to deliver very sweetly Mm -hmm. but she's going to let you know what needs to be said Mm -hmm. in the most loving way Mm -hmm. and i literally just love her i you guys I was like, oh my gosh, like I was getting a little nervous, getting my head. I was like listening to it. I was like, oh my god, they're so like amazing and they flow and 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 so intelligent and very articulate. And you know me, I was telling the team, I was, I'm more behind the scene. I'm a makeup artist. I I like you know my, I let the work speaks for itself. Yes. You know what I mean? Whether it's the healing project or Styles by Simon, but. Um, I just like to be behind the scene and and with the healing project it has it has catapulted me and it had pushed me out of my comfort zone to step up and be the voice and hey this is who we are this is what we do um and even being here is my with my first podcast um with with the more than mental it has it's such an honor because it is really pushing me outside of comfort zones but it's a divine thing at the same time and I think, actually, no, that's why I know I invited you. Because every time I would go to the Healing Project, I could tell. Well, every time you have a New Year introduction, you're like, I'm going to do this real quick. Yeah. But this is who's actually going to talk today. <laughs> every time. And I was like, who's coming to the podcast? Because here on the island, number one, we don't want one type of person. This island is made for everybody. Mm-hmm. And we want everybody to feel welcome and included. And, you know, like you said, you're a behind-the-scenes guy. You let your work and your hard work, shout-outs to you, speak for itself. And I have seen it, and you're phenomenal. Thank you. You're amazing. But I love to catapult people in just new spaces that you've never been before. And, like, I don't want you to drown because I'll always be there with a lifeboat, with a raft, whatever you need. I'm going to be there. Absolutely. Because I'm never going to put somebody in space that I know I can't save them from. Absolutely. 
So I knew bringing you here, the sweet inner Simon was going to be like, who, child, what yeah. do I do? Yeah. yeah. But I knew, yeah. like I said, I'd be right That's here so to bring you and be like, come on, girl, we got this. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge at first, a little bit scary. Absolutely. It's in new waters. Yeah. And like I said, this week has been a little bit of rough waters for all of us. We've had a difficult, at least let me speak for myself and a couple members of my team. We've had a week. We've lost team members. We've dealt with so much. But we also had a really good week. We had a really good Torchies night. Um, thank Which you for coming. Amazing. Yes, you guys. Amazing. If you missed Torchies night, by the way, you missed a moment. Yes. Yeah. It, it was, was lit. It was a great turnout. <laughs> it was a great turnout. It was yeah. a great time, great conversation, great food, great drinks. It was good. Um, and then right after that, we confession about Torchy's night. Um, you know, we did the raffle. Uh-huh. Um, I still haven't purchased mine, but before I leave today, I got, I got you. <laughs> I got you. I'm so sorry. I had to just. Get that out there. I am <laughs> dead, but you're so good. Um, but yeah, Torchy's was great, and then me and my team took our youth to a Mavericks game Tuesday, cool. which was super amazing and fun. so much fun. And then the waters hit Wednesday and started drowning us a little. Uh-oh. Emotional waters. A little dunk yeah. doesn't hurt every now and then, right? Every now it and wakes, then. It wakes you up, right? Oh, baby, it keeps you in your toes. Keeps you in your toes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, like it I said, opportunity to use your tools, get in your arsenal, grab those tools, and like that that work, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why today, you know, I'm a little warm, so I'm gonna take this jacket. Okay, take it off. That's why today we're gonna about to dive in. Emotional intelligence. Mm. Yes, a a good one. Things that I realize. So many people don't have, and so many people don't want to have. So when I say this, I just want to speak from a place of anybody who's listening to this, if you feel like I'm calling you out, I'm so sorry, but I'm not. This is from my own experiences. Emotional intelligence sucks when you don't have it. And anybody who knows me, my biggest pet peeve, is willful ignorance. It's okay if you don't know it's something, but if you're choosing not to know it, you're gonna piss me off. Because we should all be students of life. You should want to know and grow mm -hmm. in who you are every day. Mm -hmm. And if you choose not to, that's on you. Absolutely. So when it comes down to emotional intelligence, what I mean when I say that is understanding your emotions and how to communicate them and how to be receptive to other people's. Acknowledging how they feel, understanding that their feelings are always gonna be valid no matter if you understand them or not, they are valid. It may not have been a big deal to you, but it was huge to me. It triggered me, it tr traumatized me do not try to brush me under the rug. We can have a, con a conversation and communicate about it, but don't brush me under the rug. And I think lately I have dealt with a lot of people, unfortunately, that don't 
have emotional intelligence and it's starting to hurt because now you're messing with my emotions so you decide to leave my life and then come back in Mm -hmm. and just think you should be able to walk in and have the same access you had when you left Mm -hmm. baby the house has been dead the locks have been changed Mm -hmm. we've painted walls and windows and doors it's not the same house you left so your key no longer works Mm. Mm. you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so they try to come back and use that same key and realize they can't get in Mm -hmm. so what do they do instead of walking away and leaving you to your peace they start banging on your door Mm. start acting a fool you want to try to kick my door in oh I'm not welcomed in your life that's not cute baby no you chose to leave. Mm-hmm. And when you did, mm-hmm. I had to get my locks changed. Because mm-hmm. you don't have that access to me anymore. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you thought you did after you left the way you left and you mm-hmm. acted a fool mm-hmm. and you tore my house to pieces and I'm the one who had to fix this broken. Come on now. The audacity. The audacity. <laughs> like, where did you get it? Yeah. Did you go to a convention? Where they, yeah. Was it on sale? Buy one, get one free? Because yeah. you have a lot of these. I think that um, I think that's when communication comes into play first, and then communication in setting your boundaries with those emotions not equipped. You know, in, you know they haven't quite got that emotional intelligence and when you choose not to then that's when it becomes toxic that's when it becomes gaslighting manipulation and and that's when you really have to set that boundary and access like you said change the locks change that hide your kids hide your all that (laughs) hide your kids hide your wife because they out here so question for you yes you've set a boundary right Mm -hmm. what do you do when you set this boundary and us being as unconditional love people that we are Mm -hmm. what do you do when they still continue to just like they're right there and you love and you love and you love what do you do block 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 I've had to um do a lot of that whether it was like I said family or friends and my best friends and and things that I've carried so near to my heart and those were the worst but it was like them or me that one peace you know um I'm always I I depleted everything my love my unconditional love and mm-hmm. and I'm I'm already I've already been running from my I'm I've been searching for my dad's validation. I, I'm tired. I can't take on yours, you know? So something it's you know, which one which ways? It's them or me. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because lately I have been saying that a lot. This is the me season. Mm. Issa Ray said it best. Shout out Issa Ray. Issa Ray. Correct. Uh, but she said it insecure. And I remember her getting on Instagram was like, it's a me season. Like, I don't care what you have to do, blog, unfollow, mute me, but it's a me season. It's so crazy. And I walked into this year 
feeling that exact same way. And since I have declared that, it's been skyrocket of nothing but phenomenal. And that's not to say I don't have rough days yesterday, today. Like like I said, the waters rose and I felt like I was up to my neck and mm-hmm. things. But at the same time, it's still a new season. It's still a new season. And and I think that's the, that's the theme that I could re- really resonate with too. Um, because if it's not me, then who is it, you know? Who's next? Who's next? Who's going to do it for me? That one. No one. They're not. But me. But I think what people fail to realize about new season, it comes with accountability. It comes with transparency. It comes with vulnerability. It comes with an understanding that, yes, you can stand in your glory and in your shine, but you have to own up to the mistakes you've made, the people you hurt, and the damage you caused. Yes, me seasons are beautiful. Beautiful, really? (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Me seasons are beautiful. They come with a lot of work. And I think people step into these moments forgetting the work you have to do to get here is mm-hmm. so much. And the work you have to do is 10 times more than the work mm-hmm. than the pre-work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once you're in these seasons, mm-hmm. the work doesn't lighten up. It wow. gets harder. Yeah. Accountability is a is a tough one. It's a ones they don't know that they're not taking accountability. I was there once before, you know. Me too. Mm-hmm maybe several years ago um months ago for me i'll be real so now it's almost like present time i'm like making up for all the times i didn't take accountability so i'm like trying to take accountability for everything like i'm you know what i mean so it's it's finding the balance friend yes Mm -hmm. and i'm glad you said that because i do that same thing Mm -hmm. i will find myself taking everyone's accountability instead of just my own Mm -hmm. I'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, that was messed up. It was my fault. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so yes. sorry. I even realize I say sorry instinctively. Mm-hmm. Now, I will be in a store and I will turn and somebody will stand in there. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I'll do the slightest thing and move. Somebody will bump me up. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, no, nah, man, you good. That was me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like, I'm sorry. It's, it's our people-pleasing um, residue, I call it. Because I'm not a people-pleaser anymore, but sometimes it, sometimes it pops it's, up. Yeah. And it goes back to what Ross said about taking up space for me. Mm. So if you are a straight male mm-hmm. and we bump and I know it's your fault, I'm going to say sorry. Mm. Instinctively. Mm-hmm. And I'm me just going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Me too. Me too. And I love the men who will stop and be like, no, you're good. Like, that was my fault. That was right. me. Or I love the men who stop to go be like, bro, your outfit yeah. is fire. Your nails are dope. Wow. That's, to make me feel included in their space. That is a whole nother segment podcast is the whole gay male. The community. Ma- yeah, the community. Baby. Masculinity, false Part masculinity, two. all of that. Yes. As a, as a, you know, through the lens of a, a gay 
Honestly, we do need to have an episode about that. The world through the lens of minority gay. You know, and I'm not all about lay. Yeah, minority gays for real. Cause it's um, we love those whitey gays. Some of y'all, but, yeah, but we gonna keep it real. They have, they have y'all are still privileged as the fuck. There, I I wish I was, you know, in a in a past life. But no, I'm yes. really happy to be um who I am. Yeah, tropical and all. Again, there was a time in my life, same, because I had this friend long time ago he was the token like white gay if you will mm. he was he was handsome pretty eyes you know he's still the statue of a white gay but he surrounded himself with a lot of minority gays and so since he was the token white guy everybody just flocked to him and it wasn't his fault and i'm not gonna sit here and say it was but it just goes to show you like the privilege he stepped into a world and was like praised Mm -hmm. but when i went to la and i was the minority and i was the one in west hollywood i did not get a treat that way because i was the token like they were shady boots girl that's but i feel like that's the culture kind of in la and especially the gay scene west hollywood all that the weho days them getting started they didn't want us to grow up oh my gosh (laughs) you know girl that's why i haven't been in the scene in in a long time but like i said that's another that's another topic another topic we're gonna have to go there like a whole nother day yeah but i will say i want healing for all i think I want people to understand healing is not linear. I need Mm -hmm. to remind everyone of that. Your journey will not look like somebody else's. And don't be ashamed if you have to heal from something several times. Mm -hmm. Don't be ashamed if you thought you were over it and you have a day where you're like, dang, that still hurts. Mm -hmm. Again, Mm -hmm. I'll keep it 100%. Mm -hmm. They're the same guy I was just talking about. Um, old friend of mine, there are days where I still wake up like, dang, I miss him. I miss mm-hmm. my friend. Mm-hmm. And I hope he's well. I hope mm-hmm. he's thriving, but mm-hmm. I miss my friend. It's almost like the process of grief. Right? Yes. You have to grieve the relationship. Mm-hmm. You have to grieve that relationship. Accept it. Let it go. All of that. Because it's hard. It's easier. I don't want to say easier, but it's a more comforted feeling when you know they're no longer with you and you grieve that person because you've laid them to rest and you can no longer talk to them. It's that's done. But when you know that person's burn their photos. (laughs) (laughs) But when you know that person's like down the street living their best life, you're like, Hey, yeah. I have to grieve this in a whole different way. Yeah. Because here's my two things. I had an ex that killed in a car accident years ago. And that was one of the hardest times of my life. I'm just, I'm sure. And then I had a friend I lost basically like two, three months after. Mm-hmm. And I had known him forever. So I was grieving in two different ways. And at the time, I was grieving the death of one person, the loss. But I was
was grieving the loss of a friendship as well mm. and watching this person and then having this person we had a very toxic relationship at one point where we basically almost got physical inside of a club and it was so at a loss to I me because i was days. like child yeah. i've grown from this mm-hmm. like i've let things go mm-hmm. um but then at the same time it was one of those things you can't tell a person how to heal mm-hmm. you're the one that hurt them mm-hmm. people neglect that get over it it wasn't that big of a deal to them it was mm-hmm. and how dare you tell them how to heal mm-hmm. when you were a part of their hurting mm-hmm. i'm never going to tell somebody how to heal wow ever wow. Wow. Especially when I know I contributed to that hurt. Wow. And that's where acknowledgement comes in. Accountability. Absolutely. That's when recently I have had to take accountability for a lot of things I ran mm-hmm. from for years mm-hmm. and years. And, you know, a lot of people see me right now. It's like, oh, you live your best life. It ain't healing. It's <laughs> healing. I'm doing some inner work, some mm-hmm. outer work, some work that is very hard. And I think more than mental project is a result of the healing. So thank you. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that because like I said, when I created this, yes. now this will be our three year anniversary. This is so weird. Mm-hmm. But when I created it, it was a little fun idea where we're gonna pop up and do like community events and be done yeah now we're hosting and having mentor services we're working with schools we're impacting the youth we're just giving back to the community in the way that i never thought was possible partnering with corporations and card games and people that i was like i thought were way way out of my reach wow and now they're in my phone as a safe contact and that is a weird realm for me you know what i mean yeah Yeah. so and to have the more the mental project and then have its own little that be the umbrella and things under it Mm -hmm. is huge for Mm -hmm. me now we have more the movement um hallway health beyond brotherhood lifting ladies like we're just like Yes. There's sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> you guys been out there. You guys been out here in these streets. In and, these and, streets. And that's, that's where we need to be is in these streets. And so amazing. And I'm so, the Healing Project is so honored to be, um, you know, sister organizations together because you guys really are out there where I feel like Healing Project currently, we're kind of more stationary. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we meet weekly on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys are really out there in the streets and that's, that's inspiring, you know, and we can't wait to do, you know, have more partnerships with you guys. And I think that's why I constantly keep you guys, like I say, as my sisters of soul. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, these are our sisters of soul. Soul sisters. Yes. Like we, I love you guys in every way. And y'all have been so supportive to us and what we Absolutely. do. And we try to be just as supportive uh, when we can and vice versa but I thank you guys and I'm just so excited because whenever you're ready we're going to be right there Absolutely. when y'all are ready to branch out doing what we're doing yes. I can be right there to be like hey Absolutely. this is what I did yep. this is the easier route to go it's easier this way Absolutely. and you know I just thank you guys so much 
And I want to take a moment with the audience to say thank you guys as well. Um, the last two days have been hard for me, you know, just mentally and emotionally. I'm dealing with a lot right now, but I am grateful for you guys, my team, my family, my entire support system. Just please remember it gets easier. It gets better. Mm-hmm. We do have to weather the storm. And if you need resources, contact, someone to just chat with, please reach out to us. We are here and we do actually care and want to help. And it's easier when you have somebody going through it with you. Yeah. I can't promise to take the pain away, but I can promise I can hold it with you. Yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. And seriously, you guys, like, I know even for me still, the waters are still a little high and I just have to wait to weather this storm and wait for clear skies and sunny days. Absolutely. They're coming. Oh, most definitely. And today, you would think I'd be so over the moon because we just got featured in Voyage Dallas today. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. And I was so happy. I kid you not for like two seconds. I really appreciate the um, Dallas Voyage um, platform because because they actually spotlight people who are really doing things, you know, Um, you know, people who haven't quite been on the mainstream level yet, but who are really making probably, if not bigger impacts, you know what I mean? Correct. Instead of these people just walking around posting that they're making an impact, like I want to actually have receipts baby mm-hmm. i want to be like this is my work <laughs> there are several kids i can go to right now and be like this is my work a dialogue there, honey. baby there are several adults i can be like this is my work yeah and so like yeah. that's what's more important to me is just healing and connecting with those type of people man and healing to me to for me um to sum up healing for me it's it's just working on yourselves and i think healing is the best gift that we can give anyone our loved ones our um our loved ones our our peers our friends and family i just want to leave you guys lean on each other lean on us we are here we want to help and we want to see healing And that's why he has his, we have ours, and we are together. And I don't care where you get it from or who it comes from, if it's not from our nonprofit, as long as you're healing, that's what I care about, genuinely and truly. Together we're in this. And I want everybody to understand that. And as always, um, shout out to our amazing partner, supporters. We're not really strangers. Um, I always pick a question of the day and try to ask you guys. Um, we took a two-week break. Um, first week is because I had a lot going on personally. Second week, we had an ice storm oh here gosh. in DFW. So the <laughs> um, podcast did not get to happen uh, for two weeks, but we decided to come back this week. I can't remember what I left you guys with it um, for the question of the day last time. But today's, I can at least ask today's question of the day, which was, what mistake are you most grateful for making? 
And we will touch on that next time when we're here next week with our amazing, oh, we have such an amazing guest. I love her so much. You're going to be so excited, but all of our guests have been so phenomenal. And thank you, Simon, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thank all of our more than community, more than family for just constantly supporting us, listening in, tuning into everything. We love you guys. If you want to know more about the healing project, we will have their tags all over our social media very soon. They will be listed as a proud partner on our website. So you'll be able to see all of that. We thank you guys. We love you. And the sun is now setting here on the island. So we're going to head out. And thank you. We love you. We love you.